gonna do that. I'm gonna sing the intro. <laughs> I'm now going to. <laughs> Hey guys, this is the Witch's Magic Murder and Mystery Podcast. <laughs> I bet you, you just got so lost in the music that was very no. It was very us. natural and just like always. It was us. It was all us. That's the whole entire time. <laughs> I'm Megan. I'm Kara. This is did we say yeah, I said well, you I, did. why <laughs> you did. They well they didn't know it was recording. It's true. It was me or the recording. They thought the instruments were speaking. <laughs> It's Tuesday. I got a little side piece um, mystery for you. Fun. Fun. Love it. It's the 1800s. I love those. So uh, are, you, are you ready? Do you have anything to throw into this before I just like jump right in? I'm going to take a little sip sip of my beverage. <laughs> sip sip of my beverage. Um, so we just recorded the mm-hmm. New Year's Eve episode, which was like a little different than our norm. Mm-hmm. And I'm a little like, I hope that was okay. I hope nobody hates it. No, but you all love us. Yeah. And like I said, I think a lot of you are into the witchy stuff too. Yeah. We've talked about some of that in like Facebook group stuff. And well, we and get also, messages from you guys Who about doesn't it. love a good intention? Yeah. I mean, it's important to set goals no matter what. So, it but really anyway, is. I hope you guys liked it. And, you know, we'll be back to our regular scheduled programming soon enough. Yeah. Like today. With like a little today. Mystery. A little mystery. <laughs> <laughs> and if you um, are curious about what is new on the Patreon, what's coming up, we're starting all the new Patreon stuff in February. You guys, we got so many cool things. Yes. So for this month of January, obviously, the Patreon is still going just as it's been yeah. going since we started it. But we've added some new perks and another tier and things mm-hmm. like that. So if you're curious about what those are, you can look in the show notes. Yep. You can also listen um, to the very end of last week's, last Friday's episode Yeah. to hear all about it. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Kara, okay. with your mystery. Yes. February 1855, they had a super heavy snowfall. It's morning. People are going out and about, and they see, like, hoof prints. Where is this? In the snow. It is in Devonshire. So, I was just wondering about, like, February snow and things like that. Because we get that here in Kentucky. That's kind of our... I feel like February is our worst time, you know, when it's real cold. And that's usually when we get, like, heavier snow. I don't like it. I mean, it's hard to say there's any rules in Kentucky weather, but it's my Can we do our podcast from the beach? I think so. Okay, great. I think we can do it anywhere we want. Okay. It's our podcast. Perfect. We're it's running away for February. These hoof prints uh, measured about four inches long, three inches wide, and they were about eight to 16 inches apart. And it they said that it looked like it was in like a single file. So it was like on two feet. Okay. But hooves. Okay. So, what walks so on two hoofed? Mm-hmm. Two legged animal with hoofs. Yes. And they said that there were Morty, wow, Morty, more than 30 locations across Devon and a couple in like Dorset. They said that the total distance of the tracks were about four, 40 and 100 miles. 
140 miles? <laughs> no, they said between four. They were like, well, oh, it could have oh, been, oh. been 40 and it could have been 100. So it's I anywhere. I thought you were but, speaking like it was some kind of Because I can't freaking <laughs> talk today. No, it's anywhere between 40 and 100. They Because they were just like, well, they're in 30 locations. So it could be this so, many miles. Do they think it was one thing who went all over? <laughs> yeah, that's what they're thinking. So they said this creature or whatever left hoof prints around houses, copped rivers, haystacks. They went over other obstacles, completely hopped over them. No hoof prints on top of these things. That's just like Jesus was carrying them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite joke I think I've ever made. <laughs> they disappeared. Because Jesus, Jesus was carrying, carrying them. them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. These footprints did appear on tops of the, like a roof. Um, and like really high walls, there were footprints on top of those. And then they found some footprints near a drain pipe, like near the exit of it. But the drain pipe was four inches in diameter. How'd that creature get in there? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> in 1855, an issue of Bell's Life in Sydney published its <laughs> miscellaneous extracts from a column, Weekly Dispatch. It was uh, February 18th. In there, it says, it appears on Thursday night last, there was a very heavy snowfall in the neighborhood of Exeter and south of Devon on the following morning. The inhabitants of the above towns were surprised at discovering the footmarks of some strange and mysterious animal endowed with the power of ubiquity. Ubiquity, I couldn't even say it. As the footprints were to be seen in all kinds of unaccountable places, on tops of houses, narrow walls, gardens, courtyards, enclosed by high walls and palings, as well in open fields. I need... Uh Uh-huh. Ubiquity means presence everywhere or in many places, especially simultaneously. So it's some creature that can be in a bunch of places at once. All at once. No, no, no. That's creepy. It goes on to say the superstitious go so far as to believe that they are the marks of Satan himself and that great excitement has been produced among all classes may be judged from the fact that the subject has been descended from the pulpit. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's a fallen angel. It's a fallen from the pulpit. It continues to say, The impressions of the foot closely resembled that of a donkey shoe. Here and there it appeared as cloven, but in the generality of the steps, the shoe was continuous, and from the snow in the center remaining entire. Yeah. Yeah. Like a hoof print. Uh-huh. Yeah. Merely showing the outer crest of the foot. It must have been concave. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. It would be really creepy to be like, this is not something on all fours. Yeah. What kind of two-legged thing walks on hooves? Satan apparently when he fell <laughs> That's from the, the only pulpit, option. He fell from a pulpit. So it just like, they continue to hear news in other towns about like these footprint sightings and stuff. And they said other than the footprints, there's very little evidence about it. It was 1855. They did say that the only known documents were found after the publication during a 1950 article. And they were just asking for more information about the event. So they were just like, hey, does anybody remember this phenomenon? Oh, <laughs> like, my gosh. Can somebody tell us about it? But then from this, they discovered a collection of papers belonging to Reverend H.T. Ellicom. Sure. From Definitely the 1850s. The papers included letters addressed to his friends, another reverend, and it said that there was a draft of a letter to the Illustrated London News, um, and it said not for publication, 
And then it just had tracings of the footprints and like where they were and stuff. Wow. So they were like, don't publish this. Oh my gosh. I know. Like, why? Yeah. Why Are we... the townsfolk going to freak out? Probably. Mm. I would. Yeah. All these articles continued to call it the devil's hoof mark. And then they published another another study in 1994. So some of the theories mm-hmm. are some investigators say they're super skeptical, obviously, that their tracks were more than 100 miles. And they said no one could have been able to follow that entire course in a single day. They were like, really? Like, how are you saying that it was this many miles? Um, like, how did you, like, did one person do this? Or, like, the articles were saying that they were just, like, from 40 to 100 because people in this town that were probably, like, 30 miles over saw mm-hmm. it. Well, that's what I wondered. Like, how would they know it's just one creature? Right, doing right. the whole thing. And then some say the tracks were probably a hoax. Some were probably made by common quadrupeds, such as donkeys and ponies. But also, I used to show horses. They're going to eventually, like, drag a hoof or something. You're going to, like, as it's picking it up, it's going to throw snow. Yeah. That's weird. Some say it could have been wood mice. Mm. I mean, are these Cinderella's mice? Are they carrying? How big are they? Are they carrying a horseshoe to, like, stamp it (laughs) in the ground? How big are these wood mice? Guys, watch what I can do. They're, like, hopping with a shoe, like, the hoof. I don't know. Gus Gus is out there just like, oh, God, I love Gus Gus. But then they were just like, I mean, we don't know. It's a mystery. And the mystery remains. So then author Jeffrey Household suggested that it was an experimental balloon released by mistake from a dockyard. Um, And it left mysterious tracks trailing two shackles on the end of its ropes. His source was a local man, Major Carter, whose grandfather had worked at Devonport at the time. Carter claimed that the incident had been quieted because the balloon also wrecked a number of conservatories, greenhouses, and windows before finally descending to Earth. Okay. The whole thing, the explanation that it's a balloon is all, it's just, the only time that's ever been true was in that uh, yes. the Tuesday episode that we did last week. Yes. But... Before, you know how they, like, for Roswell, they're like, it's, uh, a, it's a balloon. It's a balloon. This. I mean, come on, stop it. Get a new idea. Mm-hmm. One day it's going to be a balloon. None of us are going to believe it. Yeah, exactly. Well, and then other people were like, there's no way it could have been a balloon because a balloon wouldn't have been on the straight path. It wouldn't have, like, turned and completely walked straight down a wall. It wouldn't have, like, well, how the balloon go through a pipe. Yeah. Look like foot. Exactly. That have, yeah. like, equal mm-hmm. steps. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Mm-hmm. That's been debunked. Okay, back to the hopping mice. Uh, Mike Dash suggested that at least some of the footprints, including the ones found on rooftops, could have been made by hopping rodents. No. No. He said (laughs) the way a mouse leaps and lands resembles that of a cloven animal. Just the way, like, everything, like, lands together. So, like, the imprint of the whole mouse would be the footprint? Yeah. But when it had to be, like, two of them together. Right, exactly. So, they're just, like, in straight line. No. All over. Like, they're hanging out for a good hundred miles. These mice are active. <laughs> I don't think this is it. I don't think it's... Nope. Another person said a kangaroo. A letter to the Illustrated London News in 1855, <laughs> Reverend Musgrave wrote, In the course of a few days, a report was circulated that a couple of kangaroos escaped from a private menagerie. <laughs> it seems... These people with their little private zoos. Yes. He said... It's a tiger king. Well, exactly. He was just like, it wasn't a visit from the devil, it's the kangaroos. Um, um did anybody see loose kangaroos yeah i don't know and then they were just like you know they're they're pretty stealthy they get out there they prowl around town they probably just were bored and 
I'm just wondering. Okay, but they would have wound up somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just miss Did the person kangaroo. get their kangaroo back? <laughs> I don't know. But they were just like, I don't, the size of these, like, you're talking about mice. Now you're talking about kangaroos. We're talking point. about clothing creatures. How can these like, be the same theories about the same thing? Yeah, you're talking yeah. about balloons. Now we're talking about Satan falling from a pulpit. <laughs> like, what, what None are these seem particularly Yes, exactly. Me. So then they were like, well, maybe it was somebody, like, bound and they were limping or, you know, they were scared in a chase pursuit, and so that's why they went so far. And you're like, why are we reaching this far? It feels like they can't agree on any part of it. Yes. In the Illustrated London News, March 17th, 1855, a correspondent from Heidelberg wrote, Upon the authority of a Polish doctor in medicine, that on the sand hill, a small elevation on the border of something. Galatia? I don't know. But in Congress, Poland, such marks are to be seen in the snow every year and oh. sometimes in the sand of this hill. They said it's inhabitants to the supernatural influences. So on the night of March 12th, 2009, marks claimed to be similar to those left during 1855 were also found in Devon. During 2013, trials were reported in Scotland. Maybe April Fool's joke, but also devil's getting around i was trying to look up what are animals that have two legs with hooves yes mm-hmm. so the main problem is bipeds that when you have hooves and you're on two legs it's like you don't have the balance oh my gosh it's what's his name uh spring hill jack no 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 lion witch in the wardrobe tom Tomins. tom what was oh lord what are you finding over there i'm not finding anything Unless we just say it's like a cow who had been in an accident. Mm-hmm. I and would, it walked on its hands. He learned how to walk. <laughs> Maybe we're looking at it all wrong. It's walking Tumnus. on its front legs. Tumnus. Tumnus. He's a goat man. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's just a creature that we haven't figured out yet. He was a fawn and a man. Is that what he was? He yeah. looks like a goat. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I think it was the devil. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, so anyways, saying, goodbye. It was <laughs> Janet and oh, Janet was flying around. Oh, Janet, Janet and the Devil, Queen of the Witches. Mm. Yeah, that's weird. I would be super creeped out by. It. Although I do think the most recent ones were a joke. Yeah, I do think the one in Scotland or whatever was probably like an April Fool's prank. But yeah. but yeah, I, don't know. I mean, it's really interesting to think. Also, I want to read those letters that the Reverend sent that we nobody's yeah. allowed to see. Yeah, me too. Because what if he had evidence? I bet it is, though, a matter of, like, we can't release these people and go crazy. It's the same yeah. way that, you know, they won't oh, tell they like, still do a lot of like secrets, that. you know? Secret keepers. They know so many things. <laughs> we and know. we just guess about them. <laughs> we make correct assumptions. <laughs> yeah. No, we don't. It's always the Yeti alien. That's what that is. Mm-hmm. Yeti alien fairy. Done. Solved. Done. Did it. All right. Well, thank you for that story. You're welcome. Um, if you guys have any stories that you'd like us to cover, you can send them to us by email, mm-hmm. which is magicmurdermystery at gmail.com. Hit us up on Instagram, uh, which is magicmurdermystery, or our Facebook group. We love you all in there. We yeah. know we haven't been very active in it, but we have been busy and we're yeah. going to get back in there. Well, you guys are keeping it active without us. I always really love going in there it's, and reading the stuff I that you know. guys are posting. Any way that you want to reach us, it's all in the show notes. Yeah. And we hope that your new year has kicked off with an amazing start. Mm -hmm. And we love you so much. Goodbye. Goodbye.